Hello and welcome to From the Haunted Closet. I'm your host, Anna. Hi, I'm uh, your co-host, Jamie. And today we're talking about a few lesser-known urban legends. First, let's start out and talk about if anything weird or creepy has happened within our week. It's been a very short week. Yeah, we ended up recording, was that Wednesday last week? Yeah. Yeah, and it's Monday now and we're recording this, so not not a whole lot has happened since then. Have you had anything? No, not really. A little uneventful. Yeah. That's good, though. Yeah. No. And we got a lot of snow here. Oh, that is disturbing. <laughs> right. We went from guess... having, not having a few inches. For me, it's been one of the nicest weeks here. So sunny and like 60 70 degrees jealous beautiful should come visit are there any like (laughs) snowy urban legends uh i'm sure that there are none that i got for today there is one though that takes place in stevens point wisconsin oh hell yeah um i've been there right that's not very far from where we're from That was the first place um, when we were traveling to Wisconsin that we stopped in. Well, I guess it's not like right in Stevens Point, but it's like very close by. Okay, okay. Something familiar to work with. Yeah. Um, But first, I'm going to start out talking about the bunny man. That's cute. (gasps) Have you looked at our Instagram at all? Ooh, not today. Okay, because I did post a little bit about the bunny man, and it's not cute. (laughs) He sounds cute. Does he Um, live dust bunnies under your bed? No. So there's a few different versions of the story. I'm going to start out uh, talking about one, and then we'll talk about, like, how true it is and where the story came from originally. It's true. It's true? (laughs) I can feel it. Um, so the bunny man starts in, started in 1904. Or so, or so it says. <laughs> um, the legend of the bunny man supposedly starts in 1904. Um, an asylum not far from a bridge in Colchester, on Colchester Road in Fairfax County in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, the asylum was shutting down, so they began busing inmates to another location when the bus crashed. All inmates were accounted for except for one, Douglas Griffin. After several weeks, rabbit corpses began to disappear in the woods. Mm-hmm. Then, one Halloween night, a group of teens were gathered at the bridge. They saw a bright orb of light, and then they were all strung up like bunnies and gutted ha- hanging from the bridge. They were strung up by bunnies, like if you were to hunt bunnies, how you would hang yeah. bunnies up. Okay. Like how you would like, like when you feel dress bunnies and hang them up so the blood drains out. I'm just trying to get an image in my head. Of... Kind of trying to visualize that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that story? My thought, well, okay. So what kind of asylum was it? It's not very cute. I like bunnies. Uh, like a mental institution kind of asylum, like an, like an insane asylum. Um, is, is there, is there more that goes on? Um, so this is just like a very brief 
explanation of what the urban legend is. Okay. So supposedly there's a, okay. So there's a few different versions where, um, the Bundy man had died. Now it's like his ghost haunting the bridge. Okay. But either way, the legend goes, if you're there after like after dark or especially on Halloween, supposedly the bunny man like will get you kind of thing on the bridge specifically well around the bridge in that area do Um, you know about the bunny man like why he would do that so in this story there's no real reason okay other than like the whole idea that he's crazy the asylum thing yeah he just snapped Think he just had to feed off the bunnies? Yeah. He had to feed off of the bunnies um to live in the woods. And then turn to people. Well, I don't know if he ate them. It doesn't really I haven't seen anything that said that. Um I think it was more like a horror kind of factor. Um Bunny some man. stories do say that he just chased people with an axe. And then there's um stories that are slightly different where he actually wore a bunny suit <laughs> like the Easter bunny yeah well, um, he's not doesn't sound that cute to me anymore so there are reasons why this is highly unlikely to be based on the true story what um there was never actually an asylum in Clifton Virginia there was no asylum anywhere near there was there actually reports of this the stringings and everything so that's the part I'm going to get into. Okay. In the 1970s, there was a couple that was parked in like a driveway not too far from the bridge. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, a man dressed in either white or light colored colored clothing uh, that the man in the coupling uh, claimed he had something on his head like bunny ears. But the woman later disagreed with him saying that he had something on his head, but it wasn't bunny ears. But anyway... Um, he approached the car. He appeared very suddenly. They didn't see him coming and he started yelling something about trespassing. He then threw a hatchet at the car, which shattered through the window and landed on the passenger side floor. Um, this eventually evolved. The story eventually evolved into a man in a bunny suit, either skinning people or chasing them with an ax. But it started in 1904. So that's interesting. Well, that's how the legend says. There's no evidence of it being in 1904. And another reason uh, it's believed that this would be fake is that in 1904, there really weren't a whole lot of buses that would be transporting people like that. Mm, Good point. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) So it's probably a little bit of truth from the 1970s. And then you know how things get twisted over time. Yeah. What do you think of the bunny man? Well, you know, it's an urban legend. Did you have any questions or anything you wanted to comment on the bunny man? Bunny man? Yeah. Mm, I guess not. Okay. Then we can move on to our next urban legend. Okay. Boy Scout Slain. Boy Scout who? Boy Scout Slain. Like they're slaining people? Lane, L-A-N-E. Okay. Like a road. I have a funny story. 
back when I was like 17 and first started driving and my aunt told me to turn down this road called Elm Drive. And I was driving up and down this road looking for it for like a half an hour. And I called her and I was like, all I can find is a road called Elm Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I just had to throw that out there real quick. So apparently roads aren't my thing. A half an hour. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. This was a decade ago. (laughs) I'm over it. That's just so stupid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Moving on. Boy Scouts Lane. Um, is it's a real road that is located near Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Oh, this is the one in Stevens. Okay. Yeah. So, according to local legend, a troop of Boy Scouts were killed while on a camping trip in the 1950s to 1960s. So, depending on the variation of this story, Mm -hmm. either the scoutmaster or a bus driver murders them or they die tragically in a fire. I think any way of that is tragic. Well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> it's a tragic story. Well, yeah, kids dying is kind of... How old were these boys? So it doesn't say. The legend okay. isn't that detailed. Um, from what I can find, there's versions of the whole bus crashing... Of them being murdered, of a group of boys sneaking out in the night, dropping their lantern, and causing a forest fire that kills mm-hmm. the whole troop. Um, and in most variations, the story of the scouts now haunt the forest. And people have claimed to see lights looking like lanterns floating in the trees. There's a lot of urban legends with um, lights in it. Right. And stuff. Yeah, I noticed that too. Sounds like aliens to me. <laughs> it all comes back to aliens. It all comes back to aliens, man. Honestly, that's probably what it is. Despite the myths, there has never actually been a reported disappearance of boys in that area. If there were never actually new boys, the story's probably not real. How would the story have started, I wonder? Well, Boy Scouts of America did purchase land um, in the hopes of having it become a camp. Okay. Um, but beyond that, I'm not sure. So Boy what if it did happen and they're just trying to cover it up and say it didn't? I mean, I guess anything is possible, but I feel like families, for the most part, would be like really worried and upset about their kids, you know? Uh, what happens when people see the orbs? I don't know. It doesn't say. You want to go on a trip there and see if we can see it? So I looked into it. It's actually private property and they have like no soliciting signs and stuff up. So you can't actually like check it out. It is considered one of the most haunted roads in the world. Ooh. Which is interestingly enough because that's so close to where we're from. Road trip. Right. Haunted road trip. That'd be fun. That would be. Why? What makes it haunted? So haunted. 
There were other uh, stories about the area, too, that I didn't look up. Like, a lot of different ghost stories, a lot of other legends and stuff. I bet the Boy Scouts did it. It would be really interesting to have a whole episode just on the stories of this road. Maybe that's something we should do in the future. I'm into that. Yeah. I get super into, like, local-to-me kind of creepy paranormal stories and stuff legends yeah absolutely when it's like close to home it's like (gasps) there's like that extra level of like oh this is like a real thing yeah this place i know this place exists right feel a little connected to it like i've been there i've been there yeah really good cheese at the gas station right i I believe it it's wisconsin (laughs) wisconsin has the best cheese Have you ever been to the Mars Cheese Castle? No. Me either. But it looks like a castle. Where is that? Um, I'd have to look it up. It's in Wisconsin. Add that to the road trip. Yeah. It's not on Mars. It's not haunted, but we'll check it out. It could be. It's a castle. It could be. We could make it haunted. We could go haunted ourselves. Right? So I have a scary story, but it's not from this week. That's okay. Do you want to add it in at the end? Okay. I hope I don't forget. Well, do you want to just say it now? Sure. And you just edited it? Yeah. I could either, like, leave it in where it is, or I can just put it in at the end. Okay. 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 So... I don't know if you really call this a scary story, but it was a scary, um, a scary kid related story. The little girl that I know, she was five at the time and she was sitting on the couch and she was drawing a picture and it was of a house and there was a house with people standing outside and, um, with a red marker, she was coloring around the house, like on the ground, a bunch of red Uh, markings on the bottom and then just a bunch of random letters on the top of the roof I was like wow that's a nice house and I asked her what was what it was about and she's like oh I don't want to tell you I don't want to scare you and I was like you're not gonna scare me you're five (laughs) you can't scare me and she's like are you sure she's like it's really scary and I was like no go ahead and tell me and she's like well okay and she tells me that this house that she drew was a family called the killer family and they try and kill everybody that they see and the the red on the bottom was just a a lake of blood surrounding the house and they were painting the house with blood weird kids yeah i've heard like so many like really weird stories like when i huh about kids well from kids too when I worked at the at one of the childcare centers, there was one kid who would pretend um, in the dollhouse that like the mom was crazy and the kids had to hide from her, otherwise she'd find them and kill them. Jesus, it was just so wild. Like, oh, okay. Kids are probably the most terrifying people on earth. Well, you know, kids work through their ideas and through scary things and that kind of stuff through play. So, I mean, it would make sense that he would act that out, but also it was like, 
that's kind of terrifying. <laughs> what gave you this idea? Right. <laughs> like, mom does what now? <laughs> yeah, the cool thing about all of the stories we're talking about tonight, like, they have very definite places that they are taking place or, like, from. What you know what I mean? mean? Like, they're all from, like, very real specific places in the United States. Okay. Like, you could go travel there and be like, check it out. For our road trip. <laughs> we'll add the Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains on it. Yeah. The next story is the 100 Steps Cemetery. This sounds familiar. Did I you feel... I feel like I recently saw a TikTok talking about it that went viral. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Because it did sound familiar and I was like taking notes and stuff and reading about it. Either I saw a TikTok or I was listening to like a different podcast or something. Because it sounds super familiar. Well, um, tell me about it. It's located in Brazil, Indiana. And is said to be the most haunted cemetery in the state of Indiana. Is it just like your regular old cemetery? So there's two different stories. Okay. Um, the first one is at midnight under a moonless sky, a visitor must ascend the stairs, counting as they go. They should count 100 stairs total. Then the visitor must walk back down and count the steps a second time. At the bottom, they should have a different number. So that's just a very mild, like, meh kind of story. Um, A lot of people have said that when they visit during the day, they do have different numbers counting up and counting down, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, The second story is a little darker and more my idea of, like, an urban legend. Okay. Tell me. So the second story goes that a visitor should go up the stairs counting as they go at midnight on a moonless night the same as before. But once they get to the summit, they must turn around and look down the hill. The ghost of the first caretaker will appear and reveal the manner in which the visitor will die via a spectral vision. The visitor will then descend the steps again counting as they go. At the bottom, if the number of stairs is the same, the vision is wrong. So if they count 100 steps, it's wrong. But if the number is different, the visitor will die as shown by the caretaker's ghost. Who's the caretaker? The original caretaker of the cemetery who has now died and passed on or whatever. During the process, if the visitor chooses not to continue and leaves the path, they will be forced to the ground by an unseen force. And left with a deep red handprint that can last up to several weeks. <laughs> I want to hear some first-hand accounts of these. Yeah, that would be interesting. The cemetery is closed during those times. So, like, you would have to trespass to do this. They're like, hell no. <laughs> like, I would go during the day, but there's no way I would go at night. <laughs> you don't add that to our trip? Yeah, for during the day. I'm a much different person at night. At night, I get scared. (laughs) I think you've mentioned this before. Like, I can't see. I am scared. I just want to go to bed. 
see. I have astigmatism. <laughs> I do. Me too. It's not safe. Go to bed. Blood. Go to bed. Nothing good happens when the sun goes down. The That's sun me. starts to set. I'm like, okay, I'm in for the night. Time to go to bed. I mean, it is time to go to bed. It's like four o'clock and the sun is starting to set now. And I'm like, that's it. My day's done. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, you would not catch me in a cemetery past dark. Although, okay, funny enough, I have. I have done that before. But you're older teenager. Yeah, I would not in recent years. I understand. Um. Would you want somebody to tell you how you're going to die? No. Yeah, me either. Or when. I think I'd rather know how than when, to be honest. I don't want to know. None of it? Mm -mm. No, I would just spend my whole life in fear. I mean, I already do. (laughs) What's one more thing to add to the list? Honestly, it's just one less uncertainty. I would be like, mm, no, I would just be an anxious wreck. <laughs> be like a car crash. I'm never going anywhere near a car again. I'm not even like walking on a sidewalk. I'm done. I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> what if it's like you're going to choke on food? <laughs> Only drinking smoothies. <laughs> Milkshakes from here on out. Protein shakes. There you go. I'm having a hard time with words. I think um, we hit the record button and I just can't function. I have a funny story from this week, too, now that I just thought of. Yeah. We were watching this video on how to make McDonald's chicken nuggets. Oh, no. And we were watching it and all they did was deconstruct the chicken. They didn't show us how they made the chicken nuggets at all whatsoever. They just tore apart the chicken, like deboned it and whatever. I'm sitting there and with all of my friends and I'm just like, that's it? The whole video's just them tearing apart a turkey? Oh, no. <laughs> For chicken nuggets? Close. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I guess. I guess it was. I guess you had to have been there. <laughs> I guess. It's it's more funny that you thought it was funny. It was funny at the time. I yeah, should, no, I'm sure it was. I'm just I'm so aware. My storytelling skills just are not that great. It was funny. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't laugh, but <laughs> thank you. I laughed inside. Okay. That's what matters. What else could we talk about? Um, there's a popular urban legend. Have you heard the one about the guy who like wakes up in a bathtub of ice missing a kidney? That just sounds like a Thursday night. Yeah, my husband says the one with the hook in the side of the car. That's a really common one. Really, like, the hash slinging slasher. It's that one where the couple are making out in a car and they think they hear something and they hear on the radio like a convict convict escaped and he has a hook for a hand and they hear like this scraping on the side of the car so they freak out and they leave and after they are like get home or wherever they're going 
they go to open the door and there's the hook on the hand or on the car instead of the hand. There's some pretty popular slasher yeah. movies like that, isn't there? Yeah, there are. I'm trying to think of one. That's a really common. I don't like hooks. I think one of the worst thing would to be hung up by a hook. Alive. Oh, yeah. Just sounds crusty. Crusty. That's one word for it. Keep your crusty hook away from me. There used to be a da- show my dad watched, and it was about like urban legends. And I feel like it was like two were urban legends, and then one was true or something, or like they debunked urban legends. I can't remember. That'd be a fun show to watch. Um, there was one from that show though that I remember that really like stuck with me. It was. Um, there was a forest fire in California and the helicopters were filling up their barrels in the ocean with water to dump it on top of the forest fire. And after the forest fire and everything was put out, they were walking through and they noticed there was a man in a scuba outfit on like on the top of a tree. Um, How do you get up there? And the story goes that he was scuba diving or snorkeling or whatever, and he got picked up with the water. Mm-hmm. And then he broke his back, and that's how he died. Jesus. I feel like that was on, like, CSI or something. Maybe. I never... Also, but... um, But anyway, it couldn't really happen because they have nets and stuff on top of these barrels that they use to put out the water. And are you oh, trying to urban legends aren't real? Well, I'm saying I think that some of it is like based on truth. There's always a, like a little bit, but I feel like it just turns into these crazy kind of stories. Is there any urban legends that you think are real? Um, none that I know of. There are some that like involve cryptids and stuff. But like, okay, maybe. Okay, like, Area 51, I think, is technically, like, an urban legend. And that, I kind of, like, would be more likely to believe. So you don't believe in anything but aliens? I mean, for sure, yeah. I don't know. If there's, like, real hardcore evidence, then yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think uh, uh, urban legends are just stories that have evolved. Over time, yeah. Retold, yeah, I I get it. I get where you're coming from. And, you know, maybe not all of them, but just the ones that I know of. I don't know. Maybe the kidney one. That one seems kind of legit. That one's plausible. Yeah. I'm sure that's happened a time or two. <laughs> People have very creative ways of making money. Well, you know, the Oregon black market is a thing. I thought you meant Oregon as in, like, the state for a second. When you said I thought you meant Oregon, I thought you meant, like, you were going to say the instrument. <laughs> like a pipe organ. I feel like our podcasts have become, like, less stories and just more of us being stupid. We're just chit-chatting. It's us sharing information among friends. You, us... Wait, no, <laughs> you, me, and our 14 listeners. Hi. 
<laughs> Welcome back. I hope you've been resting well. All 14 of you. Yeah. I think two I think two of them actually might be you and me. What? So there's like 12, but still. For the sake of me like feeling a little bit better, we're going to say 14. Yeah. We could make up our own urban legends. Gonna make one up about Bernie. His snores of doom. You hear his snores and then you die. You can hear him now. Yeah. Am I gonna die? You might. Oh no. I have so much to live for. If you hear if you hear my dog snores and in your sleep. You're gonna die. Sleep, sleep demon Bernie. He's just so loud. I should post a picture of him on the Instagram so people can be like, oh, so that's the thing that's snoring. That's the demon. The whole episode. You really can't hear him. I'm telling you. But anyway, you should check out um the Instagram because I put pictures so far i have the bunny man's axe and the pictures of the tunnel or not tunnel and pictures of the bridge from that story i will check that out and then i'm planning on putting up a few pictures of uh boy scouts lane and then um the 100 Step Cemetery is a real cemetery. So I have a few pictures from there of the steps, of the sign, and then of the few of the graves there. And it's not like, it doesn't look scary to me. It just looks very, like, quaint. Oh. Is there 100 steps there? It didn't look, when I was reading all of the stuff about it, I was picturing, like, these bigger steps. But it's just, like, small little steps it's not very steep it's just it just looks quaint to me and peaceful like it doesn't look scary to me a peaceful cemetery honestly walking up 100 steps sounds like a nightmare so i get where that urban legend is coming from that sounds like a nightmare um and one of the reasons why they say that this one isn't true is because Obviously, if you're going up the stairs and then down the stairs at such a late hour in the middle of the night, it might be hard to count all of them correctly. Yeah. But, and if there's a hundred of them to keep track like that? Right? I would never be able to keep track. I'd be like, 24. Oh my god, a mosquito. What was that? <laughs> like, I could never. <laughs> I'd get to like five and my calves would be burning so bad. I'd be like, oh, time to get off the path. I'd rather Wait, can get we a take a break? Right. And then we die. <laughs> Do I still get a vision if I take a half an hour break going up? <laughs> I need my energy. Just forget to count when I'm going down because I'm like, oh my God, I actually saw a ghost. That was a lot. Of- <laughs> gotta get out of here. Well, gotta go. Run run thanks for listening to this episode of from the haunted closet thank you anna
Try not to get caught by the bunny man. <laughs> Say hi to the bunny man for me if you see him. Or don't. Just just run. Just run. Okay, bye. Um, bye, Anna.